everybody. We are going to um, continue with the book Message from the Teen in the Spiritual, The Big Journey by the Spirit near Lysia. We all have a chapter that says classmates, but let me just recap a bit. Um, the book is about Carlos and he's a boy who wanted to write a letter to his, his um, brother. And um, the, the book is about his passing, his experience and all these views in the spiritual world as well. And um, now we are at the classmates, where he's in this school, where he's going to with um, a lot of other kids. After I was deemed capable of handling a new undertaking, I became part of a group of 28 students, all recent arrivals from the earth. Since I began my lessons, I've had the opportunity to get to know several of them. Most are involved in some mental struggles as I am. The longing for our homes far away concerns almost all of us. Remembering what Grandma Delia and Aunt Eunice had taught me about balance, I soon understood that I shouldn't cry, but not all my classmates felt the same way. On the day of our very first class, when the teacher decided it was time for us to break for recess, Abel, oh, sorry for the name, Abel, um, Abelardo, Abelardo I think is how you pronounce it, the youngest student in our class, instead of accepting our invitation to go for a walk, sat in the doorway and cried and cried. Miguelino, who was the most experienced, asked him, So, Alvarado, what's the matter? Alvarado didn't say anything, but kept on crying in torment. I know, said Miguelino, smiling. You're homesick. You want to go back, huh? Feeling understood, Alvarado looked at him and exclaimed, Yes, I miss my mum. I really miss my mum. Those words, spoken with such sadness, cut me to my soul. I was suffering the same heartache, and remembering home, I tried hard to control the tears that were trying to fall. Magdalena saw that we were all watching the scene, and were also sad and homesick. So making it clear that he was talking to all of us, as we were so downcast, he patiently exclaimed, We're all homesick for our loved ones back on earth. The pain of being so far from them is something we all have in common. However, how can we help those who remained behind if we continue not accepting our state of affairs? Can we solve such an important problem by crying uncontrollably? After all, we aren't the only ones going through such a trial. There are a few thousand kids here in the same situation. Just like me, they used to suffer from being away from people they were deeply attached to. They used to feel homesick and the longing to go back, but they finally understood that no battle can be won without a lot of moral bravery and they struggled with themselves to gain a full understanding, 
Besides, we mustn't forget that our loved ones will come here too someday. We need to get ready appropriately by developing our ability to help so that we can be useful to them at the right time. So let's, let's ask our Heavenly Father for courage and strength that friendly, um, that friendly ex, um, excitation, sorry, excitation really had an impact on our minds. Alvarado wiped wipe his tears, make an effort to smile, and in a few moments we were all gathered under a covering of big trees. We felt comforted and started up interesting and useful conversations. So <clears throat> there's a lot of points that um, Carlos is, is pointing out for us today. The first one is that most of the souls there have a problem with um, the longing for home. And we, if we remember that at first when Carlos had a very difficult time hearing his mother and he was in such pain that he actually had to go to the hospital um, because he was actually feeling the same way, the same pain and, and um, before he was discarnated. So he, um, she helped him to control his mind. The doctors helped him to control his mind, to control his thought process. And she told him then that it was an unhealthy love that he and his mother had for one another um, because he could hear her cries. And it is the same aspect for all of these kids. And then this boy who he describes, Miguelinho, and I hope I, I pronounced the name correctly, um, he's a bit smarter because he's there and he has learned a few things already and he helped them to understood that they should control their feelings in such a way to understand that we should actually that they should actually um, prepare themselves for, for when their family members will disconnite and join them so that they can be useful for them one thing and he says here it's moral bravery and if we look at the current state, and this is so wonderful to see that the spirits gave this lesson to us today, moral bravery. And it says here, um, I think that is what we need in this time as well, to have moral bravery in, this, in all circumstances. And he said, and they struggled with themselves to gain a full understanding. Besides, we mustn't forget that our loved ones will come here one day too. And the thing is, is that this is how they help one another. And what helped them a lot is uplifting conversation, which means they don't um, keep themselves busy, busy with the negative and the longing, but they help one another so that they can have uplifting conversations and also to ask God to, for help. So isn't it wonderful to know that even in the spiritual world is where we are assisted as well, but is where we will be helped to, um, to actually be useful for maybe the ones that go after us. 
And this is wonderful to understand. This is why I love this book. It is very important when I talk to my granddaughter about this book and um, about discarnation and going to God and that we shouldn't be sad. We shouldn't be sad. And I think this is why it's so important, especially in these days with the virus and the fears that people have about death, to especially help our children understand that there is no such thing as death. So that there should not be fear of death or illness. And this is why this book is very helpful, especially not only for us, especially in the ways that Carlos ex explains his experiences, but also for to help it in a, in a child way to explain it to the children, because they should understand this. This is our priority to actually help them understand what death is and that especially through this book, which is amazing, um, for them to not, to not be sad when the day would come, regardless if they're old or young, to, to leave this earth and to go to the spiritual world and to um, not be sad about it because that is there is no death and this is what is so beautiful and I think if more of us understood this that there is no death that is just the continuance of the spirit into the spirit world and this is only a place of trials then we wouldn't be in a fear state of mind especially now in this time <coughs> excuse me and we will trust in God's plan and if we can see everything that is coming to us, especially now, um, it is a time for us to focus on the spiritual things. And that is why we should help our children as well, to focus and always remind them constantly. It should be part of a ritual every day, the whole day, when we do things, um, natural things in the house, to remind ourselves not to... Um, no, um, what do you call it? I'm sorry for the word, I'm looking for a word. But, um, you know, to, to constantly worry about the material stuff, that we are spirit and that we work while we think, while we look at one another, the way that we can emanate this love, acceptance and assistance and all that we do, in all that we do, but also not to have this unhealthy love for one another and to know that we belong to God. We don't belong to one another and that we should, especially Jesus taught, taught us that we should love God above all things. And if we um, remind ourselves, if we practice it and if we remind our children and help them to understand this, it will be much better one day for them as well, whatever they, their path may be, so that they can understand that it is not, they shouldn't be sad. They shouldn't be, think of it as a bad thing. And I think it was in the book Hell Christ that um, Vanessa is doing um, in 11 o'clock, um, which there was a part in where um, a spirit went back to the spiritual world and the way he was received and sorry I'm not going can't remember the, no my but received 
and it was a joyful thing. It was joy for a spirit. And, and I think we should remind ourselves constantly about this, about this joyful experience when it would be the time for us to disconnect. And while we are still here in Connecticut, not to waste our time, to know that there is things to do and so to concentrate on all the good things as well, but to remind ourselves. And it's a practice. Every day a practice was for the day when, however, whichever God prefers us, to discarnate, to return back to the spiritual world so that we won't um, you know, have, have a hard time doing that. So it is good for us to practice it, to read about it, to talk about it constantly. So we will next week return with lessons. And then... Um, if you want this book, I know it's on Amazon. It's a beautiful book. Really, it's very good, not only for the grown-ups, but it's good to be a child and learn together as well, in a, in a very simple way. But it's good for our children. Please let us, in this time especially, with all the spheres that are going around and the way people, um, sometimes we don't even have to say something because they pick up on, our, on emotions and feelings and thoughts. And we know that... This is how it works, in that we are one in a mental field. So we don't have to say anything, but we need to work on our feelings about this. So it's, it's good for us to be positive and happy and remind not only ourselves, but also them to be happy and to be joyful and not to be fearful, but to trust. Very important, especially in this time on earth. May you have a wonderful, I think it's, it's um, afternoon and this is night in South Africa. May everybody be blessed. See each other next week. Bye-bye.